0: Welcome to Romancing the Game. I'm Jordan Fishburn. I'm Tawny P. Thompson. And I'm Sarah Babe. Thank you for joining us as we talk about Zevran I from Dragon Day, Origins. Ah. Uh, I'm so excited. I actually, I'm really, really excited to talk about Zevran. Yes.
1: I, I still, I'm looking, the, the voice actor does.
2: Oh my god, John Curry is just prolific. In video
0: games. Uh, Yes. (laughs) Uh,
2: Do we need, we need, we need to do your... Spoiler
0: warning. Yes.
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Spoiler alert.
0: Spoiler alert. This podcast will contain spoilers. As is the nature of discussing overarching plots and story, we will be covering various plot beats during this show. There will be spoilers uh, on this episode. The warning has been laid at your feet. Continue at your own peril. This your has been your spoiler alert. Whoa. I really needed like a good ending piano chord right there, Sarah. Ooh, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yes. that's when
1: I remembered the human voice cannot do chords.
2: Aww. Yes. <laughs> it depends on who you ask. There are some people who do Tibetan throat singing. Okay. <laughs> that's that's actually
1: true yes that is true <laughs> right well, i can't do
0: that <laughs> uh maybe you know it should. has nothing to do with tibetan throat singing zebran and I, <laughs> the condensed plot overview for dragon age origins.
2: Uh, actually i was gonna say should we roll through like the staff and like all of that stuff first sure yeah yeah, yeah. um so as a reminder dragon age origins was released in november of 2009 uh yeah, I was sorry. I was like, wait, 2007, but that's Mass Effect. Um, November of 2009 um, for the PlayStation and Xbox, and then uh, a month later for Mac, etc. Um, the writers, the lead writer was David Gator. The other writers were Ferré Baudoin, Cheryl Chi. Daniel Erickson, Jennifer Brandis Hepler, Mary Kirby, Lucas Christiansen, and Jay Turner. And uh, as we sort of, kind of already mentioned, uh, Zeverin was voiced by John Curry.
3: hmm
1: And he's done a lot of stuff for Bioware. Oh my god, so much stuff. He's been um, Mass Effect Two, Mass Effect Three. Oh, he's done Mirror at Ed- Mirror's Edge. Yep, mm-hmm. he did. Which that game is terrifying.
2: Batman, Arkham Knight and Arkham Origins, like Last Bethes of Us, Creed, Last of Us, um, like
0: Walking Dead, Badger. Medal Metal Honor, even in the Dragon Age universe, he doesn't only voice Zevra, he also voices the Inquisitor, which is the main one of the main character options for the Inquisition. Main game. Like, it's yeah. your main character, yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, he does, obviously, the male Inquisitor, which um, none of us would have ever noticed because we've never played him, I don't think. Or, Jordan, you did once probably
0: to romance Dorian. Uh, I haven't romanced Dorian, okay. um, but I did to romance Cassandra. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, That's my girl.
2: Um, but, yeah, he's also done voices in Skyrim and uh... The Telltale Walking Dead, Ooh,
0: and prolific, uh, yeah. Far he's Cry, on it. Hitman. Check out that. Check out that guy's IMDb. <laughs> check it out. he um, yeah, got he, so much. Well, he's also
2: done some film stuff, not as much. Um, lots of television stuff, obviously, like the usual suspects, you know, the, um, the Law and Orders and uh, NCIS's of the world, etc. Um, and then it looks like he does a lot of theater out in Louisville, which is super cool. I'm and sorry, where? Louisville?
0: Louisville? Louisville.
2: louisville. Louis- okay, sorry. <laughs> I'm from the South, and we call it Louisville. Um,
0: sorry, Louisville? Thank you. Thank you, Tani. That's what I was – try louisville Okay. Then we pronounce all the letters.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, let me just translate that for y'all northerners.
3: That's the delay. <laughs> <laughs> um.
1: <laughs>
2: uh, but I also Twitter stalked him, and he seems <laughs> dope as hell. Um, okay, sorry. Y'all, seriously, it's called Louisville.
1: I no, Um, I know it is. I'm just I'm just giving you endless amounts of shit for this. Yeah.
0: I I don't know what you expected, Tawny. (laughs) I just forget that people don't know how it's actually
2: fracking pronounced because It's
1: it's Louisville. Louisville.
2: (laughs) It's Louisville. Louisville. No,
0: Louisville. Louisville. Nope. One
2: more. Nope. So to get Blue us back on
0: bull. track with John Curry. <laughs> there you go. So we oh. gotta like say
1: oh man, I don't have marbles <laughs> in my mouth, man. I can't do it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> One of the cool things that John Curry has done that I wanna call out because he's dope. Um, he actually did a recording of an audio as um Zevrin oh, yeah. saying trans rights. Yes. Um she, yeah. I forgot and, about that. Thank you. Yeah, he expressed wishes for everybody to be safe during this 2020 pandemic nightmare. So, thank you, John Curry. I feel comforted <laughs> by your uh, wishes, and you know, always love, respect, and uh, and sticking up for the trans people yeah. in Fucking our communities. Reach, yeah.
2: I'll drink to that. Um, and yeah, Boom. Twitter stalking him, like. I am very appreciative of how political he's gone, and it's uh, in the good ways, in my
1: opinion. <laughs> it aligns with your alignment. It does do that <laughs> in Louisville. Louisville.
2: <laughs> oh my Louisville. God! You gotta stop! I can't hear it anymore. <laughs> wait!
1: Wait! wait. I, I got it! I got it! Louisville. Nope, nope. <laughs> <laughs> there, there are three syllables: Lull. Lull. Uh, Lull. Vol. Louisville, Lul. Louisville, Louisville, Louisville. Like five.
2: Yeah. Yes.
1: Louisville. <laughs> <laughs> <Lull-fible. laughs> oh boy. Oh, it's been a. We're gonna get day.
2: hate mail from all of our southern fans.
1: Hey. i born and raised in wisconsin you know like (laughs) i'm about as midwest as a fucking cat (laughs) yeah and i would like to sincerely apologize
2: for that Uh (laughs) it's okay we we accept all kinds
1: yeah it's
0: all good (laughs) it's all good okay Frickin so, no. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything else about the game, etc., that you wanted to touch on? Uh, the main plot of Dragon Age. Awesome! You play. Great. <laughs> I I will I will do that. So okay, we stop talking do. about a, a state, Louisville. city, um, in, a city. But I I corrected myself. <laughs> so Dragon Age Origins <laughs> is set in the fictional world of Thetis. Specifically, Feraldin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's in the fictional kingdom of Ferelden, as Sarah said. Pronounce um, Louisville. Yeah. <laughs> nope. You still did it wrong. I know. I can't. Oh. Uh, Feraldin is currently in a period of civil strife, <laughs> and you are recruited into the military order of the Grey Wardens, an ancient military order. That stands against demonic forces known as Darkspawn.
1: For listeners at home, Jordan is shooting eye lasers at both of us. Probably primarily me.
2: I will point out that (laughs) I muted before I cackled just now. I know, yeah, that was pretty great. (laughs) And you are tasked
0: with defeating the Archdemon. There, that's it. I got it. (laughs) Uh,
2: Yeah, and the Archdemon is leading the Blight um of, of the dark spawn. I don't think you said the word blight. So I wanted to just put that in there because it's gonna yeah.
1: you're yeah. a blight.
0: I don't think <laughs> I actually have the word blight in my overview blurb that I have for every single one of our origin things. So that's fair. You know what? <laughs> right on time with our last oh my good God. boys everin. <laughs> I'm gonna start calling COVID the
1: blight. Oh,
0: oh there we go. We can I take a vow
1: of
2: solitude until this blight has ended.
1: Boom! Which
2: archdemon can we
0: destroy to get oh. this stuff to end? Oh,
2: I could name one, but I won't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep, good call. <laughs> so we're talking about Severed Aaron I, guys. That's our character. He's got some for fucking today. hair, man. Oh like my the God, character. Yeah, like, girl, that's a hair. Exactly. He's elfy as all yeah. elf. He is our elven assassin rogue character. and
2: I am not going to lie. As much as I, I will absolutely say that I think Alistair is my favorite video game romance to date in any game ever up to this point Mm -hmm. so far. And maybe it was just because it was so formative for me. Um, Excuse
1: me, Iron Bull.
2: Oh, shit.
1: Freddie Brins Jr., please come on our podcast. Thank you. I
2: forgot about Iron Bull for Mm -hmm. like a half a split second there. Yep.
0: Mm -hmm. I still think that Zeverin's hotter. (laughs) But Zeverin's so much hotter. (laughs) He's so, like, he's, I feel like. He's pretty. He's actually, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. the sexiest romance option in all of the games. I absolutely agree with that. Like, it's really hard for me to say that because Iron Bull is a sexy-ass romance option. Yep. But he just embodies it in a a way that's, like, so low-key and, like, casual. Zeverin does or Iron Bull does? Zever. Zeverin does. And Iron Bull does that too, but, but he's just is smoother about it. I and whoever
2: like. designed Zeverin included, like, just the right kind of flaws that, like, in his face and, like, whatever, that it just, it, it, it's perfect. He's yeah. perfect in, like, you know, he's got a little bit of wrinkles because he's, like, worried about stuff all the time and don't we all, but they're, like, perfect and
0: pretty. Death
1: gives you wrinkles.
0: I and he do has feel seen like, death. yeah. <laughs> I think in like the the discussion between Iron Bull and Severin, I do like the low dulcet to- tones of Freddie Prince Jr.'s voice. I can't deny that. Fuck man, but, but John, Curry, John, John Curry has though. done that like
2: <laughs> beautiful, like silky Spanish, like. Sexy
1: accent. Ooh, um, yeah. Antivan. Antivan. But okay. okay.
0: not the Spanish. In reality, it's in Spanish. Reality it's but in Spanish. the blight, it's Antivan. <laughs> in the blight. Did I just say in the blight? Oh my yeah, you gosh! Did. In, in Thetis. Thetis. Dragon Age, Thetas.
1: <laughs> Dragon Age in the yeah. game.
2: It's just I John Curry though, like like ten out of ten. Okay, sorry. 20 out of 10, like, you just <laughs> nailed it with this entire, like, every single flirty bit that
0: Zeverin has just shines. Nailed- I See? Not like, one I'm awkward like, one for me. Agreed. Honestly.
1: Really? Because yeah. I'm like, oh, you fucking used this line on, like, everybody.
0: Uh-uh. No. I'm not bothered
2: it by tailored. that. It feels tailored. He knows mm-hmm. exactly mm-hmm. the ones to use on my particular character. You know what? My you know why? Believes that my character believes he's, that.
1: He's he, done it enough times that he know knows what? it works. Yeah, because Zephyrin <laughs> is
0: a whore. Yeah. I he, you know, he is. And I mean, I'm not I'm not shaming. I'm not yeah. shaming. But I actually don't mind if he's called every single woman or character because he is a dual romance option. He can be uh, romance by the male and female character. I don't. If he like said that line to somebody else, and I heard him as I was walking up to him, and then he turned around and said the line to me after I just heard him use the line on somebody else, I would not care. he <laughs> <laughs> like, oh does it all the
2: time. If you keep him and win in the in the party at the same <laughs> time, and I mentioned this before we went live, so I'm going to mention it again. Um, <laughs> he flirts with her like oh my God, like recklessly. And she gets so annoyed and he just keeps pushing it further, and he's like, <laughs> because she's always questioning him, right? Like, Wynn is always pushing him, and she's like, oh, the things that you do in your life are terrible, and you should regret that. And also, you probably shouldn't be with the Grey Warden because you guys are bad for each other, and you're drawing each other's attention away from saving the world. And Zev is like, she's oh, yes, fuck she, oh. Win. I know. That's, I forgot she Win. did that. That's common
0: line with yeah. everybody, to be honest, yeah. But
2: she's worse with Zev because she, um, she is. Thinks- she thinks that he's done joydy terrible joydy. things with his life, and I mean, he has. But he admits <laughs> has that very openly. Yeah,
0: she yeah. does. It's her. She sh- has a stick up her ass. Yeah, I was gonna say she has a stick up her ass. Not that she it's does. her stick. I mean, it's both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: it's her um, sticky stick.
0: Yeah, yeah, her sticky stick. I actually think that the reason why I love his lines so much is that they're delivered so genuinely. That even if he literally said that to, like, three people in a row, I feel like he would mean it every single yes. time is well, the thing. Let's but he's also pimp, a but, liar. But if a
1: serial <laughs> killer says, I'm going to kill you to three different people, he's going to mean it every time. Let's
2: point out. Yeah, let's point true. out <laughs> that Severn was raised in a
1: brothel. That's Hence true. him being a whore.
2: But he's also just, like, he does comfortable mention- with his sexuality. Mm-hmm. Which is fine. But like, he's also very – he's been around flattery his entire life.
0: Right. His entire will, life he's
2: been around flattery.
0: I will point out that he's explicitly stated that he has sex on an amateur basis, yes. not a professional basis. Correct. So technically he wouldn't be a whore, just a slut. True. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Good clarification. <laughs> he literally mentions that. Yeah, it's he does. Funny. He's like, <laughs> not at a professional
1: level. If you say I should, that's fine. But um, I, I also usually just do want it to amateurly. point out that we're not
2: using these terms in a derogatory way. <laughs> oh we're yeah, no. no,
1: we're no. owning them. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. I will put it out there blatantly, and my dear husband knows this. Mm-hmm. I-, I know, like I feel mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There yeah. were some years in college. <laughs> hey,
2: yeah. own like um, that's the thing, and Zephi yeah, like I'm not
0: he absolutely right. owns it.
1: Like, and, there's uh, no reason to be fucking ashamed of that shit. Yeah, like, yeah,
0: exactly. And I mean, exactly. I, I think it, it it is it's hilarious
1: sh- stories to tell at parties, honestly, because you know you have sex yeah. with a guy and then you see him the next morning, and you're both hung over as fuck, and I'm like, hey, about last night, right? And he's like, who are you? And I'm like, uh, we fucked. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: and then it gets real awkward, and we all laugh. Um, <laughs> But I do want – this no is shame. probably a good time to do a general PSA. We're not shaming anybody with our discussion here when we talk about brothel workers and stuff like that. That no. is a little bit part of Zeverin's backstory. Um, well,
2: and I think I would also like to point out that I think all of us are, are relatively supportive of yeah.
0: sex work. In- oh, oh, shit, yeah, dude. So yeah, as long as Get that money! By, Conscious will on your part. Yeah, and you're exactly. not being forced to do something. It's your body. Consent you can do whatever sexy. you want with it. <laughs> yeah, as long as you're consenting to it, then get that money. It's your thing. Get the bag. <laughs> you do what you're gonna do. Right. Yeah. So just wanted to make sure you guys all out there in the internet sphere, on the radio waves, are aware of that.
1: Right. Because do your thing, like for real.
0: <laughs> the it's fact going- that you didn't rhyme that with chicken wing just really <laughs> hit me hard in my soul
2: <laughs> i think uh, you're the only person that i know that always follows do your thing chicken wing
1: yeah that I, it might become mine now that i'm aware oh, of no. it though because it's no, pretty it's both, great right yeah, it's do pretty great thing, chicken wing yeah oh dang.
0: it adds a little spice on there <laughs> oh because it's a chicken wing
2: oh, no. oh no you are terrible is it is how many herbs and spices are we using
1: like 14
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay did did the vegetarian just make a? yes i did yeah okay just making sure (laughs) that we were all she's not a vegetarian
2: she's an episcopalian
0: oh god (laughs) (laughs) okay
2: I am a pescatarian, and yes, most people do ask if that's a
0: religion. <laughs> that's because it's what Episcopalian is the actual religion, yes. and then yeah, pescatarian. I know,
1: I know so close. that's why I say Episcopalian because I actually I actually made that joke to Brad the other day. <laughs> it's a I was, ra- joke. I was randomly thinking about you, Tony, and I was like does that make her an Episcopalian? <laughs> it's like, stop.
2: <laughs> I sometimes just call myself pesky because I am that awesome. Oh, yeah.
1: Okay, that's legit.
2: Yeah. I but am you're very the, pesky.
1: You're the best kind of pesky.
0: <laughs> you're the peskiest pesker. Actually, Tawny is like the best uh, non-meat eater that I've ever met in my life. Oh, yeah, for life. sure. So okay, I didn't even I know. Yeah. <laughs> I do try not, not to she make that thing. Not that she doesn't talk about it, but it's never about your life choices when she's <laughs> talking about it, which speaking is Speaking
3: of, of I'm eating i like
0: meat. watching
2: someone else eating a burger Ooh. going like, why are you eating a cow? <laughs> I'm
0: sorry. Sarah just had <laughs> okay. the best transitional line. <laughs>
1: <Okay>. Speaking <laughs> of eating, eating of meat. meat. Yeah. Speaking of eating meat. Severin. <laughs> <Yeah>. Um <laughs> Uh, like I I do this. Um. <laughs> We're all over the place tonight. We're fucking oh, no. sorry, man. I'm sorry, internet. I'm sorry. It's been a rough week. I don't know what day it is.
2: Boy, hasn't oh. today been a week?
1: Tommy's <laughs> a little pissed off. Because, Yeah, life stuff a, happening. That, yeah, that was a, that was a urinal joke. Oh, oh no! <laughs>
2: Thank you. Oh I shit! I actually did not make that connection.
1: Thank you, Sarah. And for me, <laughs> today's been a little shitty
2: because oh. I
1: have in the
3: sewers. <laughs> And cackle. I mean- <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah, folks. Sorry if we're a little off track. It's been a rough week already, and it's just Tuesday.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm start transitioning us into the show. Yeah,
1: <laughs> right. Speaking of eating meat, Severin.
0: Severin, Aaron and I. When
2: we're introduced
0: to this, He's trying
2: to kill you. Yeah, like beef, super
0: trying. You get a cutscene of him talking to our yeah. laden, great, ma- one of our main villains, Loghain. Fuck, Loghain. He's the worst villain. Yeah. He's, I think the Arch Demon is slightly worse, but <laughs> Logan. Mm-hmm. Nope. Epic
1: Logan. Loghain.
0: Logan. Loghain is the one who left you all for dead. Um, in your great battle, killed the king, and then now is sending people to kill you because, as we said earlier, Zeverin is an assassin. A part For the of the and
1: Antivan crows. Yes,
0: he's part of the Antivan crows organization, uh, which because, is why he gets his sexy accent. Because crows bring death, almost uh, like they bring a murder. <laughs> Uh, oh! Uh, oh, uh, oh! Oh, man!
2: Oh! Uh, <laughs> oh, that's let's,
0: so good. Let's
2: just point out Antiba is to the south of Thetis. Correct. And yes. It is a country.
1: So they yes. pronounce it Louisville. Louisville.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that was very close. That was very
0: close. Yeah, I'm trying. Okay. Anyways. They have a great meeting where Loghain is introduced to you – oh, my goodness. Loghain is introduced to Zevran by Arl Howe um, as a group that he wants Loghain to hire to assassinate the Warden and Alistair, the other Grey Warden. Mm -hmm. Um, And he does his cute little snarky comments, bows, and goes away. Um, And the next time you see him, you're actually – run up to by this person you'll never see again in the entire game who's yeah. like oh no uh, our caravan's been ambushed please come help and because you're oh, so help nice me. help me <laughs> you rush over there and she like runs to the back of the caravan and then just a whole bunch of people come out and she, like, I...
1: damn she <laughs> yeah. damn near
0: high five Zebrin.
1: Yeah. She's like,
0: yeah. hey! I it's did like, it! You better give me that gold now, bud. No. <laughs>
2: and if I'm I recall correctly, this happens after you've done at least one of your main treaty quests. Yes.
1: Yeah, which are yeah. a bitch.
2: Yes.
0: Exactly. Um, you do your fun little fight. Um, and then Zev is the only one left alive. But yeah, you've knocked he's him like out.
2: you've basically knocked him out.
0: He's, he's all like, like cough, cough, on the ground. Uh, why? Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes, and honestly, the the entire discussion with Zevran in this initial point is him kind of being like, "Yeah, you got me. Yep. Uh, if you want me to help you, I." Uh, don't kill me, and I'll join your side. Because if I go back, they'll kill me for not killing you. Right.
1: So I'm loyal. I'm loyal until people want to kill me. Exactly. I mean, I feel like that's a yeah. pretty reasonable limit of loyalty. Yeah.
2: And actually, I think so. I think my favorite line happens in this scene. Mm-hmm. Um And hang on, Ethan's refilling my wine because he's the best husband that ever has banded.
1: <laughs> uh, do we need to have a husband fight? We can try. Ethan would probably win.
2: <laughs> I don't know. Brad's oh, pretty Brad's scrappy. so cool. Brad's True. pretty scrappy. He also, does have- I, I don't think we could get Ethan and Brad to fight. Yeah, I don't
1: think. They'd be like They're a bro hog cool. and that'd be about yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe um, or- this
2: is, so this is where probably my favorite line in, in the entire Zevran, romance comes from. He says, <clears throat> "I'm going to try my best. You can do it." There are worse things in life than serving a deadly sex goddess.
1: Oh yeah, that's that's, that's yeah. what you
0: chose from this. I just, oh my gosh, love it. I thought you were going to choose my favorite line, which is, "I'm not even going to try to do the voice. I don't need to murder cool. anybody's ears." <laughs> he says, "I happen to be a very loyal person." up until the point where someone expects me to die for failing. That's not a fault, really, is it? I mean, unless you're the sort who would do the same thing, in which case I don't come very well recommended, I suppose. (laughs) (laughs) That's a pretty great line. Fair point. I love this line because throughout Zevran's entire arc, it's about loyalty. Like, Mm -hmm. the entire thing Mm -hmm. with him is about loyalty. He grew up in a brothel until he was like what seven? Yeah.
1: Yes.
2: And then Actually, he was sold
0: sold to the crows.
2: So he was yeah. the son of a um a Dalish woman and an elven woodcutter. Yeah. Um who the Dalish woman had left the Dalish clan to be with the um the woodcutter and mm-hmm. then she died in
1: childbirth. Speaking of cutting wood,
2: after so I guess I I'm not sure if his father had passed away or whatever. So regardless, yeah. his mother wound up at the brothel, and then she passed away in childbirth.
0: His dad did pass away; okay. he was killed by the crows.
2: Okay, that's what it was.
0: <laughs> I took yeah. notes yeah. on
2: other things. I also, yeah, just, of course. One step back. I just enjoyed that he called me a deadly sex goddess. So yeah. <laughs> Um so uh. yeah, it it like Severin's backstory is wildly sad. Um because, yeah, yeah, super
1: he, like this is like oh my god, let me just hug you while you're telling me your story because it's right. awful. Like orphaned yeah. raised in a brothel, which honestly that was probably pretty cool because I feel right. like, like I feel like women and men and people at a brothel would probably be pretty nice, except he doesn't. And they're say probably he got... really good people, but like Right, exactly. Like I tend to I tend to think sex workers are pretty good people. Mm-hmm.
0: So I the only counterpoint I would put to that, and you this could be a problem him of the, the writing. Of mm-hmm. Well, they did sell him as a slave to the Antiven Crows. But he also mentions in one of his discussions, because he talks about his past with you, obviously, mm-hmm. that at least he was sold to the Crows instead of growing up to do what sex the – what well, what the other children born born into the brothel were? Yeah, and I, I believe
2: do. the implication was sex work.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. And I I feel I like that was, was, was more of an implication of yeah. slavery. Like so, not just slavery.
0: Like, slavery, like stuff. I don't really probably want to get, into, get into regarding children on human on trafficking. Podcast. Let's yeah, let's go with that. Feed that. Yeah. Um. Hey, so what it, up? It,
2: we're from Milwaukee.
1: Human trafficking—it's a thing.
2: Yeah, <laughs> um,
0: but I—I I think not to make light of that. It just
1: no, it's yeah. fucking shitty.
0: Yes, yeah. So I think one of the things to get out of this is he's very lighthearted about everything as a defense—a disp- defense mechanism, yes. <laughs> of course. But he doesn't really take his past seriously in the ways that it's hurt him, mm-hmm. and that is effective of your romance with him, you know, in discussions that he has about what he can and cannot have in life. Um, but every single well, time he talks about it, it's always like, Oh yes, this is very honestly what I went through. Do mm-hmm. you want to talk about it? I guess, or like, here's something else about my weird assassin background. <laughs> I think part of it is that everyone that he grew
2: up around and like, we could talk about Talison, and he had, um, what was her name? Tell us, uh, Rena. Thank you, Talison and Rena. Like, and everyone that he grew up around and with had similarly tragic backstories, right? Like, yeah. So to him, it wasn't like some kind of dark, shameful past. It was just probably Tuesday. some kind of th- yes. It was like you know they'd all be drinking and someone would be like, oh, my childhood sucked worse than yours, and here's why.
1: You know, like so how like why does. Enough- yeah. Uh, now, and this just may be me being a, a contrarian at the moment, but why is there nobody who's an assassin who just comes from a regular old, yeah, you know, I've got like two siblings, but I decided to be an assassin because I'm really good at being sneaky. And my parents are great. I write them. You Because know, I we're feel still- like most people don't fall to
2: murder, like mad you know- murder, serial murder without some kind of... Like there is actually, I think I just
1: portrayed myself as a fucking sociopath.
0: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) actually, Zevran does kind of talk about this too. Um, He says that the Antivan crows are all bought as children and Mm -hmm. trained from children, um, because then they've only known this organization Mm -hmm. and can be held under the organization's expectations without knowing the outside world. Really, Mm -hmm. plus they're a very well-respected organization in Antiva. They basically work for the government yeah they're owned
2: by stuff. the
1: nobles
0: yeah
2: well yeah. and zeb talks a lot about how being a crow afforded him a lot of fucking liberties like yeah, yeah. like it's when a very he wasn't working page. exactly when yeah. he wasn't working he could do any of the fuck thing he wanted
0: yeah
1: um, yeah yeah and so like the Antiven crows are kind of like the equivalent of the mob in uh kansas city
0: fair yeah, point kind of yeah fair point Can't,
1: the mob in kansas city owns their own stretch of highway And they maintain it. (laughs) Not even, like, adopt a highway. They legitimately own a stretch of highway and maintain it.
0: That sounds about right. Yeah, sorry. I (laughs) I think – one of the Getting back to murder, um, <laughs> Zevran has a section line too because I'm sorry, I love Zevran's dialogue. I, I could probably it's quote everything. So yeah. It's
2: so he's yeah. very quickly overtaking my love of Alistair just because like I never finally like finished through a playthrough with Zev yeah. until recently because Alistair
0: just sucks you in right away, but Zev like yeah. builds, yeah. 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 So, anyways, murder, uh, Zevran. Talks about assassination. Can you you can ask him about his specialty because in mechanics in the game you can learn the mechanic uh, the mechanic for assassination as one of your skills. And he, you kind of are like, can you teach other people to do that? And if you're a rogue, you can eventually convince him to teach you. But he talks about it. He's like, well, it's not, it's not difficult. You anybody can become an assassin. You just kill somebody. For money. <laughs> That's what an assassin is. Right. And he's like, it's not super crazy. Every assassin organization tries to say they have a whole bunch of special techniques, but it's only about hitting somebody hard and fast the first time from a place of subtlety and shadows that they aren't to it. To
1: debilitate them so yeah. they may not fight back beyond the first strike. <laughs> yeah.
0: And then basically he's like, I actually prefer to use poison because then it slows them down after the first strike in case you have to hit him a couple times. But he literally goes, it's not hard. But he Anybody also can do
2: also does <laughs> talk about how often he seduces the people he's fixing to assassinate. <laughs> oh, yeah. Then Still then fixing just... to kill them. <laughs> right. Oh, I mean, he's fixing to assassinate them. Yeah, it's he not it. them and then he <laughs> continues murdering them. And then he. there's a bunch of times where he's like, isn't that the best way to die? Like, you know, after you've had good sex?
3: <laughs> yeah,
1: he's probably not wrong. I yeah. mean, you know.
2: Well, For like, he.
1: Experience. I, I do say the one thing that bothers me about um, Zevran is the whole victim begging. Mm. For – to yeah. be not killed and him taking advantage of that moment and then killing him anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Not a fan of that. But yeah. – No, same. That yeah, was definitely I not just, a good
0: one. I – But, I mean, you an
1: assassin, so you don't yeah, exactly yeah. do great things Thanks. morally. Thanks.
0: Yeah. Wasn't that the story – where he slept with her and she managed to convince him to try to get her out of the assassination plot. The mage. Yeah. And then okay. she
2: wound up yeah. dying anyways because she fell and broke her neck. Yep.
0: Yeah. yeah. And then he found out later that she was actually paying the driver to take her to a place that's not where she told him that she yep. <laughs> was getting
2: taken. Yeah, no. So his stories are of- wild. Like that. <laughs> that's one of those ones that, like, yeah. At At first I was like, wait a minute. Hold on. Wait. And then he was like, no, no, no. I slept with her. And then she tripped and broke her neck and you're like all right uh, i okay then um
0: yeah well and you so, was like and my bosses were really happy they really <laughs> appreciated that i made it look like an accident apparently
1: <laughs> yeah they're like way to, go, way to make it look like an accident right. well, it was an accident
2: That's, i will <laughs> say like sev is actually pretty big on consent like mm-hmm. I, I that for sure that, story when he first starts telling it you're like um wait a minute yeah when he gets to the end of it you're like
0: okay all right okay so it seemed pretty consenting but it's hard because we are hearing this from his point of view right so the way that he does talk about it isn't great that sounds like coercion but (laughs) it's also the way that it's coming
1: he's coming when He's coming from a place of power when someone is begging for yeah. something. And yeah. that that power dynamic makes me uncomfortable. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. Well,
2: and I think that particular yeah. story gets me because he actually wasn't fixing to kill that person.
1: Right. Like he, he was he had actually yeah.
2: like decided not to kill that person and then she tripped and broke her neck. And you're like so right. the, um yeah.
0: So that <laughs> particular story, I'm glad that we're diagnosing and cutting into it. Because it was after he had sex with her that he Mm -hmm. kind of changed his mind about killing her. Like, he was still planning to kill her as they were having sex, kind of. Mm -hmm. And then he was like, okay, I'll go talk to the crows. And then she accidentally died. And he found out he would have looked like an idiot because she would have just ran away. Right. But, yeah. Like, that is not a great look for Severin in that particular story. (sighs) But the way well, that the rest of his romance isn't yes. like that. But <laughs> well,
2: the way that he treats your character, the warden, is very very respectful. Like mm-hmm. absolutely he's like, fuck okay, it, yeah, this is all casual. Let's have a good time. But only yeah. if you want to. Right. And,
0: um and, and also I mean, are you know, the power you- holder in that relationship though. So
1: it's- Yeah, because you yeah. chose to spare his life. It's, but it's I don't a little. Think,
2: um and maybe y'all can correct me on this, but I don't think you can bang Zevran. until you've had that conversation where he says, so what do you plan on doing with me after this? Um, and I guess I'm not sure what happens when you make the other decisions because the only decision I ever make is the one where I'm like you can do whatever it is that you want to
0: do. Like, A
1: handsome yeah. elf like you has many uses. Yeah. yeah. Some That's like when that.
0: he talks about his amateur yes. skills. Yeah. I think you can sleep with him before that. Can you? I think so.
2: Okay, maybe I... I internalized that because I, I thought that you, like, when you finally boink, it's kind of on the level of equals where you're like, no, no, dude, like, you're your own person and I'm not gonna, like, control that.
0: I don't think it was because when I was watching the playthrough, it's been a while since I played through his romance. I think it happened before then. Okay. But I think, I... um,. It's hard to remember because you are able to sleep with him so quickly yes. on a casual basis. Yeah. Yes. I don't think there's really a lot of, I think there was a lot of like normal conversation with him, like mm-hmm. just getting to know him and then you can start sleeping with him and then you start to have more in depth conversations yes. from my, remem- my memory.
1: Yeah. That's about, that's about the way it goes. I do find a very interesting um, and I think this it kind of parallels what happens with Morrigan, where you're like, hey, hey, come to my tent. Bow. And he's like, no. Yes.
0: yes
2: that yeah. happens a little bit later on. That does right
1: quite Right. It does on. happen later on. And there are, like, other emotional doors, if you will, that are yes. opened up before he's like, no, nah, I don't want to. Well, and actually, you're just.
2: So this is one thing that I never really thought about way back, way back in the long, long ago when I first started playing Dragon Age. But, like, each of the romance characters do have that, like, consent moment. With yeah. Alistair, it's the, no, no, I'm not ready because I still have my V card. Mm-hmm. With Morrigan, she has the moment where she's like, I'm just not feeling it today. And with Zev, it's when things start getting serious. And he goes, That was Way. the same with
0: Morgan. She right, didn't right. want to because it was getting serious exactly. as well.
2: Yeah. Like, it's definitely at the moment where it flips from casual to legit.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, it feel and- like the penny should have put a ring on it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or an ear ring
1: in yes. this case. On it. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: Actually, okay. So, let's take a step back through, I guess, Zev entirely because we're getting so far ahead of ourselves yeah. because we're just very wound up.
0: So... <laughs> a couple other things that i appreciate in regard to his lines just in your normal conversational things with him um, a lot of times once you started talking to him and getting on a friendly level every single time you asked ask him questions he says all right but i get to stare at you lordly as you do <laughs> you so, do so. Yeah, just, and <laughs> i love it it's that kind of <laughs> shit that makes me love him like yes. he's He's friendly and flirty and fun. And he's like the four apps guys. He's, You know, I guess
1: I just don't trust motherfuckers that talk like
2: that. But I, don't, <laughs> like, I don't feel like he's doing it in a fake way when he says he's going to stare at me luridly when I ask him. Yeah, the he's going to. I trust him to stare at me luridly when he asks me the questions.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah. Like,
2: you go into the romance with Zev knowing that he's a flirty motherfucker. Like if you have him and anyone else in the party, anyone else, he's gonna flirt with them. Mm-hmm. He flirts with Sten for the love of all that's holy. Mm-hmm. And Sten is just like, um, I don't are you what? Mm-hmm. And he's just like, Oh yes, a big man like you. And you're like, <laughs> I you know what? I don't mind. <laughs> like, <laughs> But also...
1: Well, that's that's his defense mechanism, which I think yeah. actually makes the flirting with y- with the main character less intimate.
2: But at some point, the flirting flips from flirting
1: into... Oh, my God! There's love! Why? No! Can't! <laughs> ah, that's yeah. what it turns into. And
2: yeah. that's... I mean, I think that's where you go from that, like, oh, my God, he's flirty and fun. And that's what Wynne is trying to, like, turn you off of. Like, if you talk to... like. In every relationship, if you talk to Wynne, Wynne will absolutely be judgmental as fuck about mm-hmm. every relationship you get into. But if you're in a I relationship like with Win. Steph, mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Oh, I she's love her. But so judgy about that. Yeah.
0: She, she doesn't like that you're not paying attention to the civil strife and war that is going on. Right but also Zevrin is a man slut assassin that tried to kill you. So I think she takes it like an additional step,
2: but there's something like you, absolutely yeah. when you chat with Win, you can look at her and be like, look, like honestly, seriously, he's just fun. And it's nice to be able to forget about all of the strife and bullshit for, like, I was saying a thing. Win. 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 Um, In case this doesn't cut together, my audio went real janky and we had to (laughs) fix it. Um, Wynne is very fucking judgmental about your relationship with Zevran because she thinks that he is an immoral um, douche nugget, basically, is what it seems like to me. And you can literally look at Wynne and be like, look like he's just really fun and it's nice to be able to forget about all of the bullshit for like five fucking minutes because Mm
1: -hmm. you can't be
2: on your shit all the time.
1: Damn it, Karen, can you just shut the fuck up for like (laughs) half an hour?
2: (laughs) Exactly, and she just can't understand. She does not
0: fucking get it. Um, Yeah. Eventually, after this is her M.O., after you've been with your love interest for a while, and you've told her that it's not going to change, the game waits an appropriate amount of hours of gameplay, and then (laughs) Wynne goes back to you and goes, you know, you're right. I was wrong. Yeah. You're very happy with each other. I hope it works out well for you both. Thank you, Karen. Because right. growth. Because this game provides growth for all characters it about does. such that's weird very shit. true. It's so good. Yeah, I mean, that,
1: that's pretty, yeah.
2: I have to say, though, I absolutely appreciate that Zever knows never goes back on being okay with what he does. Yeah. He provides a service and he mm-hmm. does it for money. And, and that's, that's who he is.
0: Yeah. I actually
2: Another quote. I really, really appreciate that he doesn't turn back on that.
0: Yeah. Another quote from the Antiven Crows that he provides us with that I really loved and I saved is death happens, as we like to say. And when I get paid for it, death happens more often. Right.
1: <laughs> See, now my favorite sub quote is Can you smell that? Like rotting flesh, (laughs) just like back in Antifa City. Now, if only you could find me a prostitute or two, a bowl of fish chowder, and a corrupt politician, I'd really feel like I was home.
0: (laughs) Yes. Was that about leather? Yes. Yeah, yeah, that was a leather because thing The was brothel there. that he lived in, I
1: believe, was next to the. Uh, no, it was no. his first apartment as the Antivans because okay. they packed yeah. them in
0: like crates.
1: You're right, yeah. you're right.
0: They put them in by a tannery, yeah. and he grew up with the smell. <laughs> And it reminds him of home now. Oh, like, (laughs) Pierce, that ain't a nice smell.
2: One (laughs) of the best gifts that you can give him, actually, there's two. I believe you can give him um, Dalish gloves, leather Dalish gloves, and a pair of leather boots. And those are like the two gifts that you give him that he freaks out about. Yeah. Um, The gloves, because they remind him of his mother, and they were the one thing he had left of her. Mm -hmm.
1: Um, And then some motherfucker took them.
2: And some motherfucker and the crows took them. But the boots, when you bring them to him, I believe that's when that line comes up, Sarah. Can yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah,
1: that's exactly what it is. Okay. He likes boots and cats and boots and cats and boots <laughs> and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats or and, boots
2: and, boots. and boots and gloves and boots and gloves and uh, boots and gloves
0: and boots and gloves. I thought she was making but a crazy joke. <laughs>
1: oh, no. I was referencing a YouTube video. <laughs> um,. But we can make it a it, pussy joke. I know that it's a YouTube too. video. I thought the double entendre was. Yes. I intentionally made that very intelligent sex joke. That was a
2: Zeb level
1: <laughs> pussy joke. Yeah.
2: Zev level. Zev level. Zev.
1: Oh, no. Hmm, no. No. Uh, <laughs> Leverin joke. It's so good. Oh, no, that was even worse. Why? <laughs> um, Why did I do that?
2: Should we roll it? So after you've, like, gotten through all the base level stuff with mm-hmm. Zevran, um, you get to, to the point where he wants to give you an earring that he's had. Isn't that
0: after the meeting with the crows? It is. It is. Okay.
1: Yeah, because you, you killed kill yeah. Taliesin yeah. or whatever the hell his name is.
0: Yes. Yes. So Zevran had... We talk about that first. Yeah. So Zevran had some bros in the Antiven crows that he worked bros. with bros. pretty frequently. Yeah, the bros with the crows. C- crow bros. Crow bros. <laughs> yeah. Crow bros. Yes. Oh fuck. Hashtag crow um, bros. <laughs> this is also when, after he tells you about Taliesin and Rena, yes. so we that's probably a fucking go-
1: super fucked up story.
0: Yeah.
2: Everything in Zev's backstory is just so. Fucking sad, and it's yeah. not sad. It was some kind of coping mechanism, and you just yeah. want to hug him forever.
1: Oh, I just want to be like,
0: yo, here's the number of my therapists. <laughs> Is <laughs> if you get him slim leather, he'll be fine. There That's you go. What he tells you, <laughs> but you know he, you're not wrong. Yeah, he eventually opens up to tell you a story about Rena and Talison. And how these were two people that he worked with for a long time. He worked with Talison longer, um, but then eventually Rena joined their group. I believe the implication was that he and Talison were bought at the same time. All right. Uh, sure. I, I don't, yeah, it could be possible, but I think, I don't remember them explicitly saying it, but it could have been in a conversation tree right. that I never went through.
2: Right, exactly.
0: But I think with um, this, Rena was joining in on this very difficult target. Like Zevran was getting super arrogant in the crows. Like he was thinking he's the shit. He was always trying to go after the hardest targets and bid within the crows to get those contracts. Until one of the leaders in the crows was like, "Okay, motherfucker, here you go," uh, hoping that he would fail and die. And he picked his crew, which is Talison, and he asked Rena to join. And they were doing very well. They were working really hard and getting close. But, but then they found out that the target was getting information fed to them. They
1: knew the crows were coming. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. And so, they were
1: like, your girl Rena, who you love, yes. is the one who's been they telling were, them.
2: Well, if I remember
0: correctly,
2: is the one that convinces Zev that it's Rina. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. And Zevrin has been raised not to trust people. Like, he's been raised that people are liars, that they don't have any quarter for when people do that. And when they confront Rina about it, she begs them. She tells them it's not her. It's not her. She begs them to let her live. And Zevran's like, even if it's not true, I don't care. And then tells Taliesin to slit her throat and they watch as she bleeds out and dies. and Stares at her like yeah. in the eye. And when yeah. they
2: get back to the crows, they find out that it in fact was not Rina.
1: Mm-hmm. And he's all like, "What?"
2: Yeah. And he that's his big regret moment. Like, like that's the, the catalyst. That his first love, you know what I mean? Like your first love.
0: You know, obviously the first that person has
2: boinked other people, but like the first yeah. person that he felt like actual feelings for.
0: Mm-hmm. Um and he sat yeah. and watched her bleed out in front of his face because of him. Yeah. Honestly. And what I love about that story, too, is if you take Zeverin on the Urn of Sacred Ashes quest, a quest to get the ashes of the Mm -hmm. martyr in the story, which is guarded by a spirit guardian that can see into your mind and it asks you questions. And that one's rough with Zeverin. So the thing is, in my opinion, it's not even rough is the problem. Because the spirit guardian asks a question of everybody. And then he looks at Zeverin and he's like, do you regret? And Zeverin cuts him off and says, yes, yes, I do. Is that what you want to hear? Yes, I regret it. it And that's it.
2: When I say it's rough, I mean it hurts me in my soul. Yeah. Yeah. Because you just want to hug him and be like,
1: it's okay. God, you know, I just, I really don't. Like Severin's cool at all. And some of his little flirty bits make me go a little like butterfly in my tummy. Uh, that's about where it ends.
2: Ah, The other one that gets me... And this is a little... Well, I guess it depends on what order you do shit. Um, When you get stuck in the Fade after you... Yeah. Do, yeah. yeah. Um, when you get stuck in the Fade, if you have brought Zevrin with you for that, and you find Zev... Um, this is in the Mage's Circle. Mm-hmm. When you find Zev, he's being physically tortured by people trying to pull information out of him. In the crows. Yes. um, He's being physically tortured by crows to get information pulled out of him. As training. That's how they train people
0: in the crows. And This is a memory that he has.
2: (laughs) Sitting there like being stretched on the rack, I believe is what it is. Mm -hmm. Joking. Like making jokes and being like, I'm fine. This is fine. Mm -hmm. What up? hit me worse um mm-hmm. and you show up and he's like wait a minute this this is you're not real or this isn't real something's not real there's not mm-hmm. real things going on and like you pull you finally get him off the rack and he's like well that was i mean fuck
0: <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> and you're just like are you are you okay and he's like whatever it's fine And you were like, no, 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 (laughs) no. Not fine. You were literally just stretched on a rack. You're not fine. And he's like, nope, it's cool. And
1: like. This is why everyone needs a goddamn therapist. Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You can fucking afford it.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shit. Goddamn. Oh, I fucking showed my fucking privilege, dude. I'm sorry.
2: (laughs) I mean, hey. If you can use your privilege to get fucking therapy, do it. Yeah,
1: I mean, slight tangent. I've been lucky enough to have an amazing support group around me in regards to my mental health and have had a therapist since I was about 15. So, Mm -hmm. fuck. Yeah, Therapy should be
0: not expensive. I'll drink to that. Agreed. I will drink every day to that. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Because...
0: um, <laughs> Just yeah. saying.
2: Anyhow, you matter and you're important. Yeah. And like,
1: Zev deserves a therapist. You Zev deserve a therapist. a therapist. We all do. Everybody deserves a therapist, in my <laughs> humble opinion. TBH.
2: I'm going to drink more. And,
1: wine. um, yeah.
2: I feel like it's at this point that Zev truly starts to grow the feelings. Mm-hmm. Like, as yeah. soon as he's told you this story, and actually, um, the Dragon Age wiki page just pointed out for me that Zev, his response to cater answer some questions, changes. Yes. So um, if he's just like banging you for funsies, it's all right, but do I get to stare at you luridly while doing so? Mm-hmm. Um, but after he has made that shift to actually having feelings for the warden, he said, uh, like your, your question is care to answer some questions. And he says, if they're dirty ones, certainly.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> didn't realize quite lovely. I did
2: they had made that swap in the. They did. Yeah. I love these writers. Whoever wrote for Zev and I'm sorry, but I don't know which writers on the list of writers it
0: was like y'all. I love you. I like, in particular, one of the reasons why Dragon Age Origins is my favorite is because the way that they talk to you and respond to you is affected by your approval rating with them. Yes. So if you pass a certain threshold or if you drop below a certain threshold, the opening line that they tell you is different. Mm-hmm. So even if you're not gauging your approval on the gauge that they have in Origins, you get that, that feeling in the game it's Mm -hmm. like built in he changed his response to me so there must be a change in how he feels about me at this point you know Mm -hmm. they ah, that's one of my favorite things because it's so easy for these conversations to have the same line over and over and over again and they made that a mechanic Mm -hmm. to help draw you into the game further
2: well, and that's which, where they've mixed the yeah. transactional with the multiple choice. Like, obviously, you can raise their their regard for you through your dialogue mm-hmm. options. But you can also do that with gifts and things. Um, and the thing that they've added to Dragon Age Origins that I feel like they've taken away from the other Dragon Age games is the ability to, like, okay, so sure, we could sit here and Google which gifts should go to people. but. Okay, back in two thousand nine, we didn't exactly have the ability to Google which gift lists. Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe they were out there, but I don't yeah, think I, they were,
0: I, I definitely them. looked up a gift list whenever there's a thing where you can give somebody the wrong thing. I don't care how good I am supposed to be at video games. I can't risk it. I have to give the person the correct gift. <laughs>
2: but I don't know. I feel like I remember playing Dragon Age like way back, almost when it first came out. Um, and not having access to those lists, and being able to remember, oh, Zevran mentioned those gloves that his mom had.
0: Oh, that was an obvious one, for right. sure. Right, yeah. So, like, for sure. Those,
2: those little moments, they mm-hmm. they worked them in, and while normally I find the transactional romance things in most video games like kind of gross and weird, mm-hmm. um, it's like, oh yes, let me give you enough gifts so you'll love me. In this situation, they made it in such a way that you're giving them something that's really meaningful to them and proves that you've been listening. Um, mm. It's almost like when you give someone flowers, but you've chosen their favorite flowers.
0: Yeah. Like, Wait, I'm sorry. What are we talking about? How the main <laughs> character is the sugar PC of the romance love interest. Yeah.
1: I, I was making a joke about the paying attention and listening.
0: I know. I know. Right. <laughs> but it gave me an opening to give my joke about Sugar daddy, aka sugar <laughs>
2: character. <laughs> Are you the sugar warden?
0: Yes, I was gonna say sugar warden. And I was like,
2: Are they gonna get it? Are they gonna get it? Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, there's something to be said for like at least working in that little bit where you're like, ah, you were listening. Of course, mm-hmm. now we can just Google the shit, and that kind of takes away a little bit of the golden blow. But, but you
0: can do it because they put it in there, is yes. the thing. A lot of times, games just expect you to fail and figure it out, which I hate. This one actually builds in the clues, if you yes. talk to the people. I think one of my... Favorite things after this Rena story with Talison is you get a much better grasp of his headspace. Yeah, because so often at the beginning of this relationship, he's very flippant about all of this stuff. You can kind of almost believe that it doesn't really bother him because he's putting off that so well. Mm-hmm. Even though, as like a grown adult that can see through bullshit, I could tell. Okay, obviously they have in depth characters here. Or he's going to be bigger than that. Because every other character was bigger than that. Mm -hmm. And you get the reason he took the bid to kill you was because just before that, he took the bid to kill that guy. And Rena was murdered by him and Taliesin. Mm -hmm. And he was so distraught that he was like, oh, a Grey Warden could kill me. Right, Like, this was a suicide mission yes. that he wanted to go on at the end of the day, which makes it so much more interesting that he had the verve to ask for his life <laughs> when you were about to kill him. Yeah, But I think part of that is because you didn't just outright kill him.
2: You just made me, I just had a sudden thought based on what you just said. Ping. Is it almost love at first sight for Zeph?
0: No, I don't believe
2: that. <laughs>
3: otherwise, would
2: he not just be like, fucking kill me? No. So Or maybe, here's the maybe thing. not even love at first sight. Maybe more like a, I could follow this person.
0: So here's the thing. It's
1: self-preservation, I, yo.
0: Yeah. He has grown up his entire life in a very difficult situation. I think if you had managed to kill him, he would have been satisfied with that death. Okay. But because he had the opportunity to try to move on and this got him away from the crows.
2: Okay. Okay. You've given him another option and he
0: sees a way out now. Yes. Yes. That's what I feel like. No, because you're right. You're right. I don't think in a way it is kind of a suicidal mission that he Mm -hmm. kind of wanted to go on because he regretted it. Mm -hmm. He did. He hasn't, been a person that had regrets Mm -hmm. the only thing he ever regretted before this i think is not having his mother's gloves anymore like that was something that he held on to even though his first murder victim his mother is he says was killed in childbirth which but he kept those
2: yeah that line where he says like i guess my first murder victim and you're like
0: Okay. Yeah. You can tell not everything going on up there is completely mentally healthy. Right. (laughs) Besides, you know, the murder and being okay with that. But the way that he does this, he still strives to live. He just would have been fine to have been Mm -hmm. killed in the line of duty at that point. So now that we've talked about Rena, we can go into the second attempt by the Antiban crows to yes. kill the gray warden where Talison is sent to kill you. So this is one of the ones where it depends on how you have done your romance and stuff. And with this romance, depending on your approval rating, Zeverin reacts to this situation differently.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You can bring him with you or not bring him with you. But I think um, if you don't bring him with you, he arrives anyways. (laughs) Yes, I think you're right. Um, Unless there's a certain approval rating, I think he just avoids it. Right. Um, But – oh, no, he doesn't avoid it. He arrives and he just doesn't fight. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But if you're following your romance properly and have him at a high level, he – Refuses because Talistan is like Zevran. You can come back with us. We can fight this Grey Warden together. Everything will be forgiven. You know they don't even know really that you failed. Yada yada lie lie lie. Um, it doesn't. You don't really get to see how this ends up playing out for Zevran because if they try to fight you, you just kill everybody. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> he offers the return to Zevran. Zeverin says no, and then is called a fool, and he's like, fight. (laughs) Like, they have that fight. When he finishes that fight, he talks about how because Talison is dead, they're going to assume Zeverin is dead.
3: Mm
0: -hmm. And for now, he's no longer being hunted by the crows. And he actually, at this point, feels free. Because the reason that he was with you all this time was to not be with the crows to avoid them. This is the first time that he's able to go off on his own if he wants to. Well,
2: and I think he asks you again, he's like, do you want to keep me here? Or like, could I go?
0: And you're like,
2: for me, the choice that I always make is, no, dude, like whatever you need to do, whatever you want to do for you, like that's up to you. And he goes, well, I guess, um, I guess, like, I'll, like, stay then? And you're like, yeah. cool, 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 yeah.
0: No, good, yeah. I like so that plan. he and, goes, like, he made an oath, and he wants to see it through. Like, right, he, he wants to finish up this promise that he made you. Yes. Well, Sorry. and
2: I think that's the point at which he says, and where is that line? Hang on, let me, notes. Um, he said, nope, nope too far. There we go. He says, um, uh, nope. Where's it at? Hang on. Uh, uh, what we are doing here, stopping the blight. I cannot think of anything I have done. I have ever done, which is so worthy. Uh, and you're like, great, cool. At least I feel like I've given you like something to focus on and and work with. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, like Zev, (laughs) Like, turns from this character that you expect to just be, like, backstabby and, mm-hmm. like, pandering into possibly the most loyal person you have on your team.
0: Yes, his thing is about loyalty. Yes. Like, that's, that's it at the end of the day for me. Like, he talks to you at the beginning about being a loyal person. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you have his approval, either as a friend or as a lover he's loyal to you like that's it at the end of the day yes
2: and that's like his loyalty does not come with his love or with his Mm -hmm. sex it just comes with him not
0: killing
1: him
2: yes Yeah. well and not even that but like even if your warden says you could leave right now Zev you could leave now and it's not gonna fucking bother me he's still like okay well I'm with you at least through the end of this thing
3: Mm-hmm.
2: With with the arch demon. like I will mm-hmm. stay with you at least through that because I feel like I need to, and like he says, like it's the worthiest thing he's ever done. Th- done. Yeah. Like. Yeah. There's a lot of Best weight boy.
0: to that. Yeah. Best boy.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and
0: then the <sighs> earring happens. <laughs>
2: <laughs> if you're romancing, if you're not, like the earring doesn't happen. But the earring, he tries to give you an earring, which. Oh, mm. shit. It belonged to his mother, right? Or Nope.
0: It was the first, it was a trophy of the very first assassination that he did for the Crows. He right. took an earring and kept it with him as a memento. And he's had it with him <laughs> as, this entire time. <laughs>
3: right.
2: And um, the first time he offers it to you, and, okay, so the playthrough that I watched, because I I got through most of Severin's romance, and then Life has been on fire, so I haven't finished it. Um, (laughs) But the playthrough that I watched was a female human mage, and they turned it down.
0: So the earring thing Mm -hmm. can happen a bunch of different ways. Yes. In playthroughs that I've done, if you take it, you have a later conversation about it. But if you refuse it, it's faster. basically. Right, right. So if you take it, you finish the conversation. A conversation pops up later that's like, "So that ear you gave me, is it like a token of affection? What's up? That and would then be my favorite seat. You go through everything. <laughs> but if you reject it, um, and after I found out all of the options, When you initially talk to him, he makes it out as the gift is, like, just a gift. It's -hmm. just a gift. It's just something fun. Like, you talk to him about it, and eventually you get the option to keep it or reject it. And you Mm -hmm. can quite literally say, if it it doesn't have a meaning to it, like, I I don't know if I want to take it. And he goes – you're a very frustrating woman. You know that? <laughs> we pick up every other bit of treasure we come across, but not this. You don't want the earring? You don't get the earring. Very simple.
2: <laughs> I feel like this is how a lot of-
1: You don't want it? You don't get it.
0: Yes.
2: I, just say, I feel like this is how a lot of conversations with Ethan and I go, where I'm like, no, no, let me read way too deep into this thing. And he's like, no, no, you shouldn't read too deep into this thing. And I'm like, but I'm reading too deep into this thing. But if you don't want me to, I won't. <laughs> That's the opposite of
0: what this is, Tawny. I
2: know, because did <laughs> be reading too deep into this thing. Ah, uh, like. <laughs> but when Zephyr has a fucking earring,
0: like, yeah. yes. I have like
2: four choices. Um. One of them is like, fuck off, I don't care about you, which is. Yeah. Like,
0: oh my God. Like a romance breaker. Oh my basically. God. Yeah. Right.
2: And I get that they need to include those, but it, like,
0: busts my soul in half. Right. Um, I don't understand people that can choose those options, even just to see how it's going to play out. I, I don't, don't care get. <laughs>
2: that it's animated. I don't care that it's fake and scripted. It, like, hurts me.
1: Yeah, physically. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, but, and then, so, I think that's about the point that you get, um, and this is assuming that you have flirted with both Zeverin and Alistair. Yeah. Um, but the jealousy from Alistair is like, ooh damn. Mm-hmm.
3: Um,
2: there was a line that I wrote down, and oh, my God, I don't know where it happens. Uh, I just put, Alistair's jealousy, so good. And then this has to be a line from Zev, because it says, I assure you, sir, I am not smirking. No smirking here, sir. <laughs>
0: flyer right like for the (laughs) love of all this holy so i is that part of like the like non-polyamorous conversation i thought that was a different conversation i just
2: it's literally i put alistair's jealousy comma so good period i assure you sir i'm not smirking no smirking here sir
0: so i I didn't read the same conversation No, I don't think, I don't think so. I think the one you're talking about is where Alistair's asking him about his intentions with you. Yes. Okay. So I didn't read that as part of the jealousy conversation. I read that as Alistair checking in on the relationship and then Zevrin needling him because that's what he does. He needles people. He does do that. And accusing Alistair of being jealous. And then Alistair backtracking and being like, no, I just want to make sure this is okay. And, like, doing that kind of stuff. Okay. And then Zevrin okay. being a brat.
2: I, I actually really – I could see that reading.
0: Because I couldn't find the the romance choice conversation with Zevrin. I don't know what – like, I've had it because every single time I romance him, somehow – the choices I chose also include Alistair. <laughs> it's really hard to not flirt with Alistair. It I is. won't lie with you there. Yeah. It is so hard to not flirt with Alistair. But I like can't remember what that conversation was like. I feel like it was pretty painless. Yeah, like, it's
2: actually not that bad. Alistair yeah. is kind of like, I feel like you maybe have feelings for Zev. And as soon as your character goes, but I do though, he's like, oh, oh, okay. I mean- Legit. Okay. Bye. <laughs> um, fine. I feel weird about it, but that's fine. And then it never like that's it.
0: Yeah, it's definitely not awkward. Uh, accusatory levels of Mass Effect One. <laughs> exactly. Right.
1: Exactly. Like, what are you doing? Mass Effect One.
0: <laughs> yeah. Dragon Age. All right, that's cool. Mm-hmm. But once you complete the earring conversation, was yeah. of um that's when the consent factors that we always are so excited about come on because he doesn't want any tent shenanigans anymore. Like he also doesn't want to talk about him not wanting tent shenanigans anymore. And And if you
2: press him, he literally says like, I don't want to talk about this right now. And you're like,
0: he likes kind of snaps at you a little bit. He's like, I don't want to have this conversation. Why do you keep asking me? And you're like, okay, cool. Bye. Bye. (laughs) <laughs> yep. It was really hard. That and, that
2: moment hit me like in my yeah. chest. I was just like, oh shit, I've I've done something. I've gone too far. Like I I've, I've said something amiss,
0: like I don't know. And the thing is with these scenes just like with Morgan, it's a st- snap from the casual nature of your sexual relationship into them suddenly being very serious mm-hmm. and yeah. you're just trying to check in to make sure everything's okay and they don't need to talk about anything and they get upset mm-hmm. that you won't just let them stew. <laughs> they don't want to talk about it at all. They don't want to explain themselves, which is fair. No means no. Mm-hmm. If they don't want to talk about it, they don't have to. For There's real. Yeah. Sentence. But they go hard.
3: (laughs) And
2: especially like when you think about like a healthy relationship should be a conversation. Like if you're feeling some kind of way, you should be able to look at the person you're with and be like, what up? I'm feeling some kind of way. I don't feel like talking about it but I'm feeling some kind of way. Like, at least you give Mm -hmm. some kind of context to it, and there's Mm -hmm. no context here.
0: To be fair... And it
2: freaks my character out.
0: Yeah, to be fair, for Zevrin and Morgan, you're in a casual Mm -hmm. sexual relationship Mm -hmm. still at this point. You're starting to get feels, but that hasn't been condoned by the other person yet. So technically, you're still in a casual relationship. So the... Communication of a long-term committed relationship isn't necessarily something you both as characters have been focused on. Right. um, To be fair to them. But also, yeah, talking your shit out is important. But the problem is they don't want to be feeling what they're feeling. (laughs) So, With both
2: Zevern and Morgan, like, they're not – they are not people who – have had therapy, right? Like, so mm-hmm. it maybe is not the healthiest relationship to kick off.
1: Um, which is, which is fine. Because yeah, yeah. like, personally, like all relationships are flawed. Right, Nothing yeah. is going to be perfect. Exactly. I mean, if I had a dollar for every like friend relationship or romantic relationship or family relationship where we've had it all out screaming match at each other, I'd have at least a couple of dollars.
2: Right. But like it's, I it, think, and even especially from Zevran's side, like his shit is definitely co- coping mechanism. Oh my god, coping, coping, coping mechanism. mechanisms. Like <laughs> everything he does is some kind of coping mechanism. Yes. And this is maybe the first time where he's like, my coping mechanism is not working because it's flirting. My coping mechanism is flirting, and if I flirt with you, you feel
0: more strongly about me. Mm -hmm. and fuck. So the thing, I think in that conversation when he tells you no, or maybe it's the following conversation when you actually talk about it, he talks about how the only things he knows in his life is pleasure and death. Yes. He doesn't feel like love plays into his life whatsoever. He experienced regret the one time that he thought he loved somebody and then betrayed them so utterly by murdering them. And having that vulnerability and danger again Mm -hmm. is very likely still fresh in his brain, first of all, but also dangerous so soon after it happened. Like it hasn't been very long at all. And I feel like that conversation right there is that, macro glimpse into how he has grown up his entire life. Mm -hmm. He grew up in a brothel where everybody there was transactional and had empty Mm -hmm. flattery and was all about the pleasure of the people that are there. He gets brought into the crows where he deals directly in death and pain because they are tormented and tortured as their training and taught the trade. And then he goes on to just be a murderer as his job. And every time that he wasn't actively murdering people, he was using his status to bear with it as much as he could by seducing people and purchasing leather goods and (laughs) just like working through pleasure Mm -hmm. to try to numb all of the rest of the shit that he's dealing with. And trying to be outright with him about actually having affection throws him because – That's not something that he's comfortable with. Like everything that you've talked to him about, all of your interactions is a comfort for him. He's used to that. He can chat and flirt with you all day. He can murder whoever you want him to murder. He isn't exactly like going down the street, kicking puppies, but he also just doesn't pay any attention or care about anything. That's not directly affecting him until you have him join this war against the blight
3: Mm -hmm.
0: basically
2: and then he realizes like this is the worthiest thing i've ever done in my life and how does that change the filter through which i have viewed my life yes
1: (laughs) i feel like this is a fucking metaphor for covid yeah (laughs) oh god damn and how the united states has been working Uh, with it son of a fuck nugget (laughs) oh god i don't wanna i'm
2: sorry i'm spiraling (laughs)
1: Oh, no. Uh, (laughs) I hate 2020. (laughs) I'm good. Um, We're good. I'm back.
2: (laughs) There's, I mean, so I guess this is the point to roll through. Like, his romance scene, obviously, is like the same thing that you get with everyone. But you get two of them. Maybe, no, just two of them. Because even if you do the the threesome with um, Isabella, like, it just blacks out. Mm -hmm. Um, so you get two romance scenes with Zeb you get the one when you first start having casual banging and then the second one after he starts taking things seriously and it's the same scene with Mm. the same really terrible, awful, wicked music um, (laughs) with the strings and the vocals Uh,
0: (laughs) so awful
2: and the strapless bra on yeah, your character. Yeah, does.
0: and the necklace, and so the they necklace. can separate your head motions from your body motions in, right. uh,
2: exactly. in the game
0: system. <laughs>
2: um, and it's terrible. everybody's
0: blinging. It yep. does
2: suffer from the multiple uh, sequence-like sections of Leliana's because Zev is a bisexual character, so you get mm-hmm. like seventeen thousand position yeah. changes during the. <laughs> Ah, strings, 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 and like, oh my god, he's on top, then you're on top, and then he's to the side, and you're off to the side, and then
1: and then somebody's sucking somebody's toes. What? Right, it's <laughs> not definitely. an actual part of the scene. <laughs> and, I mean,
2: it's pretty fucking close. <laughs> yeah. So it definitely suffers from that that same weird ass shit of the mm-hmm. bisexual romance, but. You get it twice.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I mean, think hey. um, the sweet thing is at the end of like the actual conversation you have with him. Once the romance conversation kicks off, he confesses to you and says he actually does want a relationship. And if you're interested, he'd like to give the earring as a token this time. Yes. Yeah, that's kind of sweet. And my heart sings.
1: But
2: I think your option is like, oh, well, I'll wear it now. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah. I don't know how you could pick any other option than that.
1: If you like it, you should put an earring on it. If you like it, (sighs) you should put an earring on it.
2: Yes. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, I actually, I don't think I've ever seen the options when you choose not to wear the earring at that moment. And, you know, I feel I like. you can't imagine it.
0: Like, why would you do that? It's right. just mean. You work so hard to get to that point. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Because at that point, it's not like you could romance anybody else if you refuse him.
0: Yeah, I, it's kind of too late in the game. God. He is already kind of a far flung romance because yes. you don't get him right away. No. And every other romance option you pick up before you start on the treaty quests, you get Alistair and Morgan. once you start really getting into the open world game, and you mm-hmm. get Liliana at the first stop as soon as you go into the open world game. Right. Like, Zevran, you can get really late in the game. Well, I it think- has to be
2: after you finished one of the main treaty quests. It doesn't matter
1: which yeah.
0: one. Um, yeah. But you have to do one of the main oh, quests. God
1: but I don't think quests. it
0: automatically happens right then. It I does. think you have to go on a certain direction.
2: No. It happens as soon as you finish one of the main treaty quests. Huh. It doesn't matter which one. You could go and get the dwarves or the elves or... Or Maybe
0: Cliff. maybe I've encountered a glitch then. Because I've been, like, done with the treaty quests. And then when I went to Denarum, it finally triggered to do the assassination plot
2: that's got to be a glitch because i'm yeah. pretty sure no because that's the lands meet. after you finish all of the treaty quests that's when the you lands can meet happens. you can go
0: to Denerim before that oh you can go to
2: Denerim as soon as you're done with Lothering.
0: yeah but i mean like it's always like i could do all of the quests but it never triggers until i go to Denerim. huh like in my experience but I could just be doing something really weird, (laughs) honestly. Like, sometimes these games have weird glitches. Yeah. Yeah,
2: because I'm pretty sure it's supposed to trigger after, like, immediately after you finish one of the main treaty quests, whether that's Orzammar, Denarim, or the Brazilian Forests. Shrug emoji. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe someone will tell us in the comments. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, I do want to call out, and maybe we should do this after, I don't know. If you encounter him in, like, his final ending
0: shit and then Dragon Age 2. Well, yeah. are we going to talk about the ending ending Yeah, before the battle? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So Where that's it's basically- like, I
1: love you, I know. Yeah, that's fucking bullshit. Uh,
0: so I, there's so many options with the last conversation with him, there first are. of all. But I have a favorite... Conversation tree selection. I have like an entire paragraph for the last conversation <laughs> that I like with him. Um, but obviously, like that's the main portion of his quest, and then you finish the game and go to the lands meet, and then you're doing your final battle against the darkspawn, and mm-hmm. you have that moment to talk to all of your companions. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite with Zevran's romance goes a little something like this. If this should be the last we speak, I want to—I want you to know—assassinating you was the luckiest thing that could have happened to me. Vomit. I, I love, love you, it. Severin. I hope you know that. Yes, yes, I know that. Or, <laughs> or, so here we part ways. So there's. If you're bringing him with you or mm-hmm. you're not bringing him with you. I never bring yeah. him with you me because I am a rogue. So I've yeah, no
1: need to have two
0: rogues in, in the fucking boss battle. Yeah. Like that's sh- shit up. So I always bring him with me. So I love you Zever and I hope you know that. So here we part ways. You do not wish me to stand by you in the end. I don't want to put you in the kind of danger. So now you worry yeah. about my health. In truth <laughs> For the chance to be by your side, I would storm the dark city itself. <laughs> Never doubt it. Whatever happens, I love you. Cruel to the end. It's like the last thing he says to you before the thing, because you're not letting him go with you. I fucking love this guy, guys.
2: <laughs> I always I- bring him with me, because I'm not a rogue, and he's my favorite rogue. Um, <laughs> I love Liliana, but Zev is, like, my boy.
0: Yeah, uh- and... Uh- Anybody Is telling like, you yes, that like, he can't pick a lock didn't change his specs after they got him, in uh, that's bullshit. I do fuck with <laughs> yeah. his specs because he cannot fucking pick a lock. and Because he oh doesn't come God. with it automatically, right. and nobody actually specs him out correctly. I do. I do do that. I stuff. just never used Zevran.
2: Yeah. I always, to be
1: fair, I I'm
2: always, a rogue. So. I always bring Zevran <laughs> to Laleana, and I definitely fuck with his specs because I need him to be yeah. able to open my shit. Damn
0: it. True. Sometimes I just do an all-rogue party with the dog when I play. So I can what just play fuck? all rogue characters and have the dog be the muscle.
2: How do you not die? Are you on casual?
0: No. I'm not no filthy cash. I'm, okay. I'm totally a filthy casual.
2: I want to stay. <laughs> what is wrong?
1: With playing on casual, it was I was playing on
2: casual to try and get through the. Romance. I do it all
1: same. the time. Some <laughs> of us don't same. have the goddamn same. time to play a boss fifteen times before they have the right strategy to win.
2: Same same, I, same. Some joking. Of us- Especially <laughs> during research for science.
0: <laughs> I would um. never, in all like seriousness, call somebody a filthy cash unless I was being ironic because i real. play casual so often
2: <laughs> but also for real play video games yeah. whatever the fuck way you want because they design yeah. them that way for exactly that fucking reason and god damn it it's a right. game.
0: Like, yeah. play your game don't let I anybody just shame people.
2: you don't I judge just anyone like... if don't be shamed <laughs>
0: I just like my all rogue party because I can trust people not to walk into fucking traps.
2: I have to ask, though. How the fuck do you not just die in most battles? Because who the fuck is your tank? The dog. Okay, but he's got to die real fast.
0: No. Protect your tank.
2: I just. I don't. I mean, heal your tank,
0: man. Heal Heal your tank. Okay,
2: but if she's all rogues, who's healing?
0: The healing potions. Yeah, I mean, it's a thing. Like, Tawny, you haven't played as a rogue, so you don't actually get I the time-honored tradition. I, time honored I tr- and
2: went back and restarted.
0: With <laughs> rogues, mm-hmm. if you have three rogues, you can stun people. Mm-mm. And if you have one tank getting on one person, you guys get the archers, and then you fight every other person as long as the archers aren't just sniping you the entire time so
2: as a warrior is I go out and I take out the mage and then the
0: archers yeah if you have rogues you can do the same exact thing except nobody's stepping into fucking traps and yelling I'm in a trap please help it's really fucking annoying <laughs> <laughs> so right. it's, very, it's very relaxing for me I don't know man <laughs> I don't know. You, you haven't well, done Bert, the- We need. We need to have a gaming day,
2: and you need to show me how this works, because I'm not- It's not-
0: it You've never play. done all-out parties where you do, like, all-mage, oh, no. all-warrior- Oh, I would do
2: all-warriors all day, any day. See,
0: it's classism. At the end of the See, day, it's classism.
2: Yeah,
1: like, for <laughs> real, like, all-mages, sure, but, like, no. You're, no, Tawny, you can't do all-warriors. Yes, I can. No, because then you just. Have How
0: a- do you heal anybody, Tawny?
2: <laughs> I don't need to because no one gets fucking hit
0: or when no, you do it's no, like, no, no. fucking damage. Yeah, but warriors the- they
1: eventually they'll pull enough aggro from the boss to get killed, and then they're on to the next. Okay, the next, but when there's next, enough yeah. of
2: us, it doesn't fucking matter.
1: Exactly. You know. I'm
2: <laughs> i guess. I'm a, I'm a right. call BS okay. on that.
1: I'm, I'm a- I. I would just say
2: we're going to have after after the COVID is maybe like someday controlled in some places like America. Um, maybe we'll have a gaming day and we'll all just prove our points here.
0: Yeah, we'll see you guys in four years. We'll
2: that. twitch it. Yeah, yeah, um.
1: we'll, <laughs> twitch yeah we'll twitch it. That. Yeah, we'll twitch should it. we all <laughs> oh, we'll twitch it?
0: We'll twitch um. the shit out of that.
2: Someday. Someday. If so put on their fucking masks. Anyway.
0: <laughs> Do you guys have a favorite moment? Two hundred percent for Zevran. Mm-hmm. You know, and then we can talk about um, his epilogue shit.
1: The I don't. The second <laughs> earring scene. Like what? Wait, Zevran? <laughs> I
2: don't. I don't really like Severed. These all are that my much. eyes for you.
0: That's fine. I, it's just not her. It's not her bag, man. I mean, I like guess. he's nice and all, but I've i've just dealt
1: like personally i've dealt with too many people who've tried to give me the same fucking line they give everybody else and i'm like yeah i know what that is it's called grooming and like, <laughs> <laughs> like I just don't, i'm not a fan <laughs> but, but it's fine like he's still a very interesting character as a character i like zevran as a romance option i'm like mm, no But that's okay. Like, I'll still flirt with him because, like, it's lighthearted and that's helpful in this game to get you in the mood of, like, oh, fuck, we're dying, but we can still make jokes. Hey, nice ass. (laughs) Well, I think
2: that's the exact debate you make with Wynn. You're like, no, no. It's just really fun to, like, forget about shit for, like, five minutes.
1: Like, Um, Wynn, what I want you to do is to use your magic wand on your cooch. Yes. It's going to feel awesome. Like, you just... (laughs) just Um...
2: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that entire conversation kind of defines the relationship with Zev because even once you're yeah. in a deep romance with Zev, like he's still flirty and he's still, but he's kind of stops flirting with everyone
1: else. Um, right.
2: But like he's still light and fun and airy and that's kind of, it gives the levity to the entire thing. My favorite scene, I think, with Zev. And uh, I don't know, maybe this is like self-serving, but the earring moments, both of them, I don't know if I could pick between them um, because I I love like the flirty jokiness where you're like, oh, I'm going to make fun of you now. Are you giving this to me for a reason? And he's like, no, nope, no reason. No reason at all. And Does this like, mean you like me? me? Right. <laughs> and you're like... You want to love me.
1: You You're going to kiss, kiss me. me. You're We're going to have babies. And kiss they're going to be called Tannis because they're half elves. <laughs> and <laughs> that's a <tag-lant> joke.
2: <laughs> I was actually making a um,
0: Sandra Bullock joke. Oh. Yeah. But <laughs> she merged it. She merged it with another yeah, thing.
3: <laughs> I'll take it. I'm here for
2: this content. Yeah. Um, Uh, But it's definitely like, and then later when you're like, no, no, I'm going to wear this. And he's like, are you, are you sure about that? And you're like, I'm very, very sure. And like it, it, that entire narrative where he goes from that casual, like, okay, let's be fuck buddies to, okay, what up? I have feelings and I'm admitting it. And, and he's also super uncomfortable with it at the same time, but you're like, we're going to work through it together. And he's like, okay, we can, I can figure that out. We can figure that out. We're going to get there. I, I appreciate the, the ability to, to shift from fuck buddies, which is totally cool. Like whatever, Mm -hmm. that's what they are to like, we're going to figure stuff out as a couple together. I appreciate that communication and the, and like straight up that moment where he's like, I'm not going to bang you in your tent right now. And like that, I don't know. I guess everything comes back to the consent for me in this Mm -hmm. entire game. They did such a great job of handling consent Mm -hmm. um, between the piece and the romance character.
0: And I love it. Yeah. I feel like, My favorite scene with Severin is actually probably the very first scene where you can talk to him. Yeah, because it's such an establishment of his character so effectively right out the gate. Like you get a pretty good beat on him right away, and you expand obviously, and you get more stuff for him later down the line. But as soon as you talk to him in that first conversation, you know him basically <laughs> he's very to be similar. Said.
2: John Curry just fucking mm-hmm. sells it.
0: Mm-hmm. It's like fabulous. Yeah. Do he's, we want to go over the epilog? I do. I awesome. do.
2: And if we can spoil, you know, DA2 just like a tiny bit because
0: we that- did a spoiler alert.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> spoiler alert.
2: Yeah, so spoiler alert for DA2.
1: Also did not know that kind of noise could come out of my mouth. (laughs) I
2: liked it. That was weird.
1: DA2. I'm sorry. You were talking about DA2. Um. (laughs) (laughs) No, the pause Um. is just because I think I have something in my eye. It wasn't because you were awkward. (laughs) You're totally
2: good. (laughs) Um, Jordan, go through the epilogue, and then I'll talk
0: about the the
2: DA2 spoiler.
0: The denouement. Yes. So this is assuming... That um, you're in love, and you have a warm relationship with him, because why are you here? Right. Um, his epilogue for Dragon Age Origins is, Zevran lingered in Denerim for a time, mourning the loss of his love, and working for the Ferelden throne as a distraction. Wait, hold up. This is if you die. This, this is, this is if you die. You die.
1: <laughs> All right. Which I don't die.
0: Um, yeah.
2: Hashtag me.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. Hashtag Connie. <laughs> Working for the Threldon throne is a distraction. Eventually, the Crows came after him once again, and he elected to take the fight to their doorstep, returning to Antiva. After four master assassins disappeared, the Crows readmitted Zevran as their leader. He maintained a distance from his former comrades even then, and despite frequent offers of new bedmates, never loved again. What? That's some loyalty shit. Oh my god. And so
2: um, your yeah. hero of Ferelden in, not, sorry, the hero of, um, what the fuck in DA2? Whoever the fuck you are. What the fuck is the city you're from in DA2? Oh my uh, god, I'm dying. Sh- I'm dying. Ferelden. Jordan, you know Ferelden. it. You're laughing at me and I hear it.
1: And it's a... Uh, it
0: soul and, it uh, burns. <laughs>
1: Ost Aust, cigar,
0: uh, no. Kirkwall. No, <laughs> Kirkwall. <Thank you>. no, the champion of Kirkwall. of Kirkwall. But you're from Lothring. You are from Lothring. Okay, you're the champion of Kirkwall.
2: Kirkwall, and that's what I was looking for. <sighs> um, the champion of Kirkwall meets champion up with the at some point. Um, with the intent of murdering Severin, mm-hmm. um, because he is now the leader of the crows.
1: And he's the leader of the crows. <laughs> yeah, I was awful. Uh,
2: I'm going to cut that if it didn't come through. That's um, fine. It's so, so funny. You go and you find Zevran, and Isabella propositions him like instantly. Mm-hmm. And the first thing Zevran says is he goes, No, no, I'm still in mourning.
0: Oh. <gasps> Oh, that's horrible. So I feel and like Zevran's the saddest so one if you die. Sad. Because he's legit. Yes. Because he, he legit doesn't take another lover.
2: And you can push it further. Like your hero of Kirkwall can kind of like push it into almost this threesome arena and the he's champion. like. Yeah. And he's like, no, no. no really? I'm not um I'm not doing shit anymore. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't boink anyone. Yeah. And Isabella, like, kind of makes fun of him. And then later, if your hero Kirkwall decides not to murder him and he's still alive, whatever, it turns into this whole thing. Sorry. Thank you. The champion of Kirkwall, the hero <laughs> of Ferelden. The champion of Kirkwall decides not to uh, <laughs> murder him for the crows. Um, he says that again. He's like, no, no, that was the fucking love of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not interested in having a relationship with anyone else at this point. And uh, that, like literally continues to push him, and he <laughs> just, like, pushes back on her.
1: All right, all right, all right, all right.
2: So, it, like, it burnt my soul in half because I just couldn't – I can't – I cannot imagine Zevrin, like <laughs> – like for
1: Abstaining? Sake,
2: abstaining and forsaking.
1: <laughs> you guys. Yeah. It doesn't say he doesn't watch and fap. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I mean, That's more true. power
2: to him. More power <laughs> to him. But the fact that he has enough loyalty to your mm. Grey Warden
0: and he doesn't feel the need to do it. Because yes. I don't think he's doing it out of, like, oh, I can no longer have sex with anybody else because I. I'm still loyal to my dead lover. It's yeah. more like he doesn't want to. Like he's yes. not interested anymore. Yeah, it like, breaks him so much that he just doesn't want to have sex with people. It anymore.
2: hurts me in my soul.
0: To be completely honest, like
1: if Brad died, I don't know if I'd want to. Like,
2: yeah, yeah. It would take a good love man long time. Yeah, yeah. A good fucking long time, and I don't know
0: if I could put a number on that. Yeah. yeah. On a less depressing note, if the hero <laughs> does yeah. live, yes. there are other options for our Living turn. hero! Yes. Yeah. <laughs> There's a couple different ones based off of choices that your character makes. So going back to the Grey Warden, staying in Denarum or leaving Denarum, just in general.
2: Well, and let's point out that you could make Morrigan bang Alistair at this point, and, and you haven't been banging Alistair at this point.
0: Yeah. so okay
2: so, which... I mean. Also,
0: other characters can die for you. Yes. Like Alistair might have taken the plunge or Loghain might have taken the plunge. But who really wants to work with that fuck? Yeah, Loghain is the one that she's referring to. Yes, In yeah. case yeah. none yeah. of you <laughs> have yeah, sorry. heard all of our other episodes about how much we hate Loghain. <laughs> Loghain fucking sucks.
2: Loghain can suck my giant lady dick. <laughs> so,
0: if you're going back to the Grey Wardens, As for your companions, they went their separate ways. Zevran returned with you to the Grey Wardens, helping to recruit and train new members, even though he never officially joined the Order, staying in Denerim. As for your companions, they went their separate ways. Zevran, however, elected to remain at the side of his love, at least for a time. And then leaving, again, again, everybody went their separate ways. When you finally left Denarum to continue your travels, Zevran went with you, electing to remain with the person he loved. They continued their adventures together, at least for a time. They keep putting at least for a time, right. and I'm not super thrilled about God, that. But there is a bonus Awakening epilogue. There is. If you <clears throat> pull your is. hero over to Awakening, yes. some claim that they went to Antiva one rumor suggested the pair engaged in a terrible showdown in the Antivan capital, and others say that they took over the crows. Perhaps they adventure together still. Thank you. I just wanted closure. Oh, oh okay. All right.
1: I read that completely wrong because I was reading it as Zev and the Warden were like, fighting in the middle, Antiva, like, fuck you, bitch. Oh. <laughs> but now I'm reading it correctly oh as yeah. they were fighting someone else. Yes, yeah. You just and needed to hear like,
0: the dulcet tones of Jordan Fishburne yes. Like, monologuing. Yes. <laughs> yes. <epilogue>. yes.
1: <laughs>
2: I gotta say, that's my favorite outcome for Zev. And it, <laughs> it's because you're fighting together, you're working together, like, you're doing the fucking thing to, like, redeem it like maybe not his name, but like his um,
0: his him. life and, and what he's had to put up with his entire his life, his Because, like, kind of spoilers, we might even touch on this in our opening episodes for the other games. But Zevrin takes the time after this that you guys aren't quote unquote doing Grey Warden stuff to destroy the crows. Oh, right. <laughs> like, he does. He, like, goes and destroys the crows and takes them over if they don't appoint them as leader himself. I fucking like, love that. My... Why you're sent to kill him is because he's killing all of them. <laughs> there, this re- <laughs> This
1: reminds me of a very specific scene in the first *Boondock Saints*, <laughs> where <laughs> where Willem Dafoe is just standing in front of this massacre that happened and raises his arms, I believe, with guns in hand, and just yells, "There was a." Fire!
3: FOR
1: Yeah, I'm like, pretty
2: I sure just... that
0: character took out his own guns in or- order to do it. Yeah. yeah I'm
2: fairly yeah. certain that's the first movie we ever watched with Ethan. Anyhow. <laughs> oh, that's adorable. <laughs> um no, straight up though, like I love the idea that Zevron would want to take down this organization that um bought him and tortured him. Bought him and tortured yeah. him, but also continued Jesus when you so, put it that way. Right. <laughs> But it continues to do so to other young people um, in Antifa. Like, they continue to exploit and um, exacerbate the slave trade. And, like, you can make that decision as your warden to, like, go and continue to fight that with Zev. And I love that. I love that the hero of Ferelden would
0: continue on to fight slavery in Antifa. I feel. Didn't Severin also have like a little thing in Inquisition on the war table? Yeah, I'm fairly certain that does happen.
2: I cannot confirm because it's been a minute, and the last time I played, I romanced Cullen, and you're welcome,
0: Jordan. Um, What is wrong with you? Romance him in Inquisition no you can not not a romance Zeverin option in Inquis- <laughs> call in inquisition <laughs> call it, what call no it. i'm kidding Zep Zep i'm saying not. that Zevran's not because i was no like, was not. I'm a, i apologize for the confusion Sarah, have you never romanced cullen <laughs> he's I an did. option if you're a human or an elven woman character yes, i did
1: and i was like bitch you need to get your shit together i ain't being with no druggy. and got um, his
2: shit together girl just because he needs a little bit of support through it okay we'll have this we'll have this debate i was having
1: we i was having a moment of not tolerating that shit we'll <laughs> have
2: this debate later we will. okay
0: all right we will <laughs> uh so i am gonna That's say gonna about fight, inquisition though. yeah oh it's I'm, gonna be a fight <laughs> i'm gonna say about inquisition they already had john curry he was the male inquisitor voice. They already had John Curry, and they, they did not put- to
2: record some Zev
0: shit. They did not put any Zev shit in there. That's they a little put, annoying. They did, like, a war table thing. Fair I could point. have done a Zevron. No,
2: no fair point, Jordan. Yeah. They're I had John Curry. They just needed him to, like-
0: The very first thing that I thought in my brain as soon as I learned The John Curry was the main male voice actor. I was like, this is unacceptable because there's no Zebrin in Inquisition. (laughs) Yo, yo, okay, okay, okay. Think about this. I will bring this as a
1: thing that might make it less angry for Jordan. Sure, I don't know about that. Maybe he lost that voice in the like five years.
0: Oh, no. And just a a thought. Oh, I would say that if he didn't just. Record as Everin trans writes things this year? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> also.
1: I, all right, right. Okay. Also, John Curry, how dare you? <laughs> John
2: Curry is like, <laughs> like.
1: It also wasn't his decision. but yeah. yeah, not so, at all.
2: And beautiful. He's a beautiful, mm-hmm. skilled as fuck human being. Mm-hmm. And he oh, totally records Zeverin yesterday or tomorrow. I'm just saying, uh, who's
1: the guy who played Wolverine the bestest?
2: Hugh Jackman?
1: Yeah, he lost or his falsetto. Or Richard
2: Armitage, sorry. Or yeah, Richard that's true. Armitage.
1: No, Hugh Jackman.
2: Because Richard Armitage, though. Yeah,
1: Richard Armitage, blah, blah, blah. He's great. Yes, we know. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: like but his Hugh, face.
1: Hugh Jackman lost his falsetto when he was playing Wolverine. Well, I
2: huh? mean, huh? he's huh? not particularly young anymore. I love him to death.
3: Shaw <gasps> um, <Sure>, no. <laughs>
2: However, Richard Armitage would make a really good Wolverine, and someone should just pull him in on that from the no, podcast he... because the podcast was fucking killer. And also Richard Armitage, and I like his face and his nose.
1: Um, uh, speaking of Freddie Prince Jr. Nelly. Oh hey. Freddie Prince, Prince Jr.
2: <laughs> please be on our podcast. Thank yes, please. you. Freddie Prince Jr. Dear John Curry, if you have gotten this far, we would love to talk to you in person because you're a beautiful person. Well, in video. Video person. In video person. Or yeah, conference yeah, call COVID. person. Video yeah. to, to video. Um, anyhow, you're a beautiful human being, and we appreciate all of your work.
1: <laughs> At Freddie Prince Jr.
2: Also Freddie Prince Jr. <laughs> anyhow.
0: <laughs> fuck, uh, so yeah. in Inquisition. <laughs> oh, in yes. Inquisition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a couple of different things, but if you did romance Zevran, and you know, your hero survived, there is a letter that, um, a, the warden sends during the war table operation, uh, contact the hero of, mm-hmm. of Ferelden that indicates Zevrin has joined the hero of Ferelden on their mission to like the far West, because that's one of the things that the, um, warden does at the very end so they still are together upon the events of Inquisition otherwise he um, said that he happened to kill a crow working for the Inquisition (laughs) and he'd like to offer his uh, services in consideration of his uh, relationship with Liliana (laughs) because he knows her Um, so he's like oops uh, I'll you know give you a discount, and I'll do it myself if that's okay.
3: <laughs>
2: it's sad, though, that he doesn't show up. Like, like now that you mentioned it, I'm like, fuck y'all. It's Whoever decided bullshit. not to pull in Zevran because you already had the voice actor. It's Just bullshit. pay him a little extra, and let's get some fucking Zevrin in this shit.
0: He could have been one of the rogue teachers oh uh, that teaches you rogue stuff. Uh... I have thought about this extensively since I learned about it. it. (laughs) God's balls. Like even if he literally just showed up in like the crow's nest for just a little bit, I would have been fine with it.
2: That's like, they bring back Alistair. They bring back like, ah, God damn it. They could have brought back Zeverin and it would have been so exciting and I would have loved it. They and- brought back Cullen, who was just a guy in the circle tower. I in the did first have game. notes on Cullen during Zevin's playthrough because the video that I watched was a female human mage. And I put, oh, Cullen's so cute. Yeah. So, <laughs>
1: he's legit. He's
2: mm-hmm. so sweet in that first part as a female human mage. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, so fucked up
0: because PTSD is fucked yeah, torture does that to a person.
2: Yeah. So,
0: I think that's a great time for the fuck rating though. Oh
2: hey. <laughs>
1: oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> five, five, fuck, fuck, fuck 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 five,
0: five, fuck fuck
1: fuck 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 <gasps>
2: fuck.
1: Oh, this is going to be a good one.
2: I have mine. I'm ready. I'm
1: okay. good. Okay.
2: Knock Should it I out go? of the park. Okay. My fuck rating for Zebran.
3: <laughs>
1: I got to write this down before I forget it. Oh, I don't have a fucking pen. Shit. Here, I got one for you. Okay. Oh.
2: Shit. We're remote and this is COVID. Yeah, this does. Hold on.
1: I got it. We're good.
2: (laughs) One of these days we'll have better audio quality because we'll all be
0: together around a really nice microphone. And
1: then we'll be real drunk.
0: We'll do a little um, kumbaya to open it up for you guys so ooh, you know that we're circled up together. It'll be great. That's,
2: uh, that's on the records now, so we have to do it.
0: Uh, I um, doubt anybody will say anything to us if they don't have to listen to us say. <laughs> uh, anyway,
2: sorry, Tani. Uh, your fuck rating. <laughs> my fuck rating. <clears throat> My fuck rating is John Curry's dialect within the Zeverin romance because not only is it on point it is fucking beautiful incredibly well researched and just gorgeous and I don't I don't know I guess I'm not sure if it was John Curry or like the writers who decided like let's make this kind of spanish-ish because <laughs> the Antibans are from the South and it's warm there. I don't know. Like whatever. I'm pretty
0: sure Talison doesn't have an accent either.
2: Oh, fair point.
1: He's got yeah. something. And it reminded me of somebody that did something, but the guy who plays Talison isn't actually not in things. So yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think about that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Regardless, whatever the case is, John Curry took things to the next fucking level. And as Jordan has stated multiple times, it doesn't matter how many times he's going to compliment me and whether or not he r- uses the same compliments on other characters within the game. It, like, hits just the same every single time because it's absolutely sincere and beautiful, and I love it. <laughs> so my rating for
0: Zebrin is John Curry's dialect. Yeah. Yeah. My rating for Zevran, out of my five point system is five out of five. He's got it all, folks. He's got a whole character background that is not dependent on your romance of him. It only makes him better. The quality of the flirting interactions is, is on point, flirty and hilarious. Zev is bae the get together. Oh my gosh, she's so genuine, genuine when it turns into an actual romance and not something casual and they like play that off and the pre-ending and epilogues for him are fire. Like I wrote out the entire paragraph of the last thing that he says to you before your final battle because it is that great. And then finally, the happy painful ending, beautiful. Perfect. Lovely. Love of his life. He can never get over you because he cared for you that much. Five out of five.
2: I'll drink to that, Sarah. All right. Oh, no. You're going to disappoint us. You're having having a face right now. You're going to make us both mad.
0: (laughs) (laughs) On a rating between urinal conversations and Sarah's evil laugh.
2: (laughs) I'm literally backing away from my laptop
1: screen. Backing away. I don't like it. Uh, Okay. I got this. On a rating from Wynn's crusty old underused vagina (laughs) to... (laughs) cardi b and megan the stallion's wet ass pussy yeah i'm gonna give zevran a trixie from deadwood
3: (laughs) fucker (laughs) (laughs)
0: oh on that Gorgeous and wonderful note. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this episode on Zevra and Aaron I from the Dragon and Torture game. Check out our shit. We're also part of Theater of the Mind Players, uh, where we play games so We're you can learn how to play them. Delta Green and you should... Oh, I'm it. so excited <laughs> for
1: it. I don't know. Super I gonna
2: die before then because
1: I'm just going to...
2: Like all of my liquids out of my eyes while I laugh. <laughs> y'all,
1: y'all got y'all got to message me after you see what I tweeted to you because. Oh it's my really- god! <laughs> yes,
0: Sarah, oh, wow. what awesome stuff are you in that people should check out? Um, I am also in
1: Theater of the Mind Players. I also am a host of Plot Points, the podcast that takes gaming seriously, <laughs> and also I am Fikara, the. Apparent fan favorite on Encounter Party, which <laughs> just finished up their second season and their in-between little special. So, uh, have a read, have have a listen, have a listen. <laughs> <be pretty> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> what about
0: you, Tony?
2: <laughs> uh, I also do another podcast called The Not So Bigfoot Thing. Uh, following my backpacking trips, I may or may not be recording another episode in like two and a half weeks when I go for a backpacking trip because I'm furloughed on the Ice Age Trail. Uh, so what up? Hit me up for that because whatever, I have nothing better to do with my life than find side (laughs) hustles and backpack. Um,
0: Remember video everybody games. at home. There's a lot of video games there. Yes. <laughs> Remember everybody at home, stay safe, wear a mask, consent is sexy. Consent is so oh.
1: sexy.
0: Consent
1: is like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay, I probably
2: shouldn't uh, have made that noise. <laughs> also wear a mask. Yes.
1: Yeah, for real. Because like,
2: we love you all and we value your lives.
1: Yeah, yes. yeah. Because <laughs> if y'all don't wear a mask and get my sick right now, I'm coming for you yes
2: <laughs> also black lives matter
1: shit yeah that too trans, trans <laughs> lives matter
2: this has been our episode about severin and i from dragon age origins and actually this does entirely conclude dragon age origins for us yeah
1: because z's our- at the end of the alphabet yo
2: uh i believe we're moving on to neverwinter Night with our next episode. We're going to do okay. all of the romances as one because they are kind of light and airy but also very formative. Um, like sponge
1: cake.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, I'm Jordan Fishburn. I'm Connie P. Thompson. And
1: I'm Sarah Babe, Freddie Prince Jr. come on our podcast. Thanks. Please, yes, do that also. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>